0: Welcome to the Dog Training Tips podcast with your host, creator of the Dogmanship Training Academy, Heidi Hamilton. Hello and welcome. I'm Heidi and I'm so excited to be bringing you the Dog Training Tips podcast. So each week I'll be bringing you a new tip that will help you improve life with your dog. Now given this is the trailer episode and you probably don't know who I am, today I'm just going to introduce myself and get us ready for the first episode which is coming in September. So I'm going to go right back to the start. I was a very dog obsessed child. (laughs) I used to cut out pictures from magazines to decorate things with. I read dog books constantly, even borrowed my neighbor's dog on occasion. And after years of begging my parents, we got our first family dog a golden retriever puppy named Oliver and I was so excited. I read him a bedtime story and tucked him in and then the first morning after we brought him home, I ran out of my room to see him and I stepped in a big sloppy puppy poo out on our back deck. And I was actually so happy about it (laughs) because if we had dog poo, it meant we definitely had a dog and I hadn't just dreamt that we had a dog. So I was ecstatic. Now, as I got older, my love of dogs and horses also didn't fade. And I was actually told in high school that dog training wasn't a career. And so instead, I went to uni and I studied animal science which lasted less than a year. (laughs) Lab work was definitely not for me, but I tried my other love, which was teaching, and I started a teaching degree. During that time, I also bought Snickers, a Labradoodle puppy, and this Labradoodle puppy totally changed my life. I started training with him and eventually became a certified trainer and worked full time for a company doing board and train, private lessons and group classes. So take that year 12 careers counsellor. I will forever be grateful for that time in my life. I trained so many dogs for so many years and I think it really just made me the trainer I am today, having that hands-on experience and being able to really just spend so much time with dogs. Over my time there, though, I did start to explore different trainers and methods and philosophies, and I kind of developed my own style of training. And where I was working wasn't really aligning with my training philosophy any longer, so I decided it was time to take a bit of a leap and start my own business, dogmanship training which is where we are today. Business took off straight away and I was doing private lessons, a board and train from my home and I pretty much always had foster dogs around. I learned so much in that first year of business about myself, about dogs and about people because in reality, most of my job is actually training people. <laughs> I developed the Good Dog Blueprint and was wrapped absolutely ecstatic with the results that we were getting. By this stage, I had three dogs of my own Snickers. I also had Savvy, who was a foster dog who never left, and Bailey. And Bailey is the dog who taught me patience and unfortunately we lost him. He passed away in 2018. I also have a husband um, but he is used to being mentioned after the dog so don't worry about that Um, and not long after that we decided to have kids and that didn't actually turn out to be as easy as we thought but eventually we had our daughter Eliza and our son Odin. After they were born I decided to try something a bit of an experiment and the Dogmanship Training Academy was born, which is my online group coaching membership designed to teach owners how to teach their dogs to be well behaved in every scenario so that they can truly be part of their lives and families. And there were kind of three reasons that I decided to go down this path. The first one was that I'm getting daily calls and messages from people needing my help. They were having, having troubles with their dogs and it was causing them stress and frustration and causing their dog to have a lower quality of life. But I also had two koala children at home clung to me. And so working the hours I was working in the way that I was working wasn't an option. And so this allowed me the flexibility to be able to work at night and when they're sleeping and and get that flexibility while still being able to help heaps of people and be the mum that I wanted to be now the other reason was and this was kind of a bit of a aha moment for me was I was taking my dogs everywhere with me so I would go and get a coffee and I'd be pushing the pram and I'd have the dogs with me or I'd go to the playground and I'd have the dogs with me and all of these I was always the only one there <laughs> with my dogs um, and my pram and my kids and when I was talking to other mums and people that I knew who had dogs at home they said they were always saying there's no way I could do that there's no way my dogs could do that I can't walk them with the pram I can't have them inside because they're stealing food I'm worried they're going to bowl the kids over and all of these things but getting help was very difficult for them because going to a weekly class with little kids was like a recipe for disaster even just getting there was going to be really tricky so it wasn't going to work On the other end of the scale, I also had friends who didn't have kids but were shift workers and they were like, I had nurses and people in that sort of industry and they were really struggling to get to group classes also because of shift work. They couldn't commit to anything. Um, And the other odd thing was that affordability because the other option was they could have private lessons. But a lot of people didn't have that money there, especially for the people who had young kids at home and perhaps had gone down to one income, didn't necessarily have the cash at hand to be able to do private lessons. And the third reason was that I was, I knew that my clients and all the people I'd worked with really loved having the idea of kind of a trainer in your pocket. And I remember somebody once described me as having a train It's like having a trainer in my pocket because I was always making sure that they could call me or text me when they needed help. And so what I wanted to do was create the idea of having all of the lesson material there so you can watch it, you can work your way through the blueprint exactly knowing what to do, when, what steps to take and how to train your dog. But then you also have that support there in your pocket and we have that now through the Facebook group where you can ask questions anytime and I also do a live Q&A weekly as well so you've kind of got that trainer in your pocket feeling. And I knew that if I did that at an affordable cost that I would be able to impact millions of lives, millions of dogs' lives and millions of people's lives. And so that brings me to where we are today, living my childhood dream, working with dogs, teaching humans, and I'm just so grateful to be here and to be able to start this podcast. So thank you for listening. I'm looking forward to sharing some tips with you in our next episode. You can find me outside of this at dogmanshiptraining.com or you can just look up Dogmanship Training on Instagram, Facebook or YouTube. happy training guys I'll talk to you soon bye